the Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Owens, left side to Andrews, wants to drive inside, gets to the basket, lays it in. How about that? Right out of the timeout, a good play to get Sarah Andrews loose. Andrews now with 25 points. Uh, the team the team put me in situations to score, you know, the confidence. Um, whatever I got to do for us to win, I'm willing to do. And sometimes that's me putting the ball in the hole. But just the team and the coaches putting that confidence in me and just allowing me to, you know, play like that, play loose and play free, be able to miss shots and be able to think like, okay, the next one's going to go in. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Here's Bugs, one in drive inside of Franklin, spins inside on El Tayeb, count it, and put her on the line. Good aggressiveness there from Dariana Little Page Bugs, but more than aggression, Sophia, it was control and some purpose with what she was doing. I know I've been struggling for a minute, but I think, like, my team and, like, how my coach talks about some stuff, but they just really uplift me. I know when I scored or did something good, they, they let me know that, and I think um, that was a breath of fresh air for me because I'm hard on myself, but just them, hey, keep it up. Good job. We see you. We see you. Even just the little stuff, some stuff you might not even really owe, you know, okay, that's cool, but, like, the little stuff, they just encourage me. Um, and then also them keeping their poise helped me too because um, they weren't riled up or anything. So that made me like, okay, I have enough confidence. Like, I'm good. I don't need to be riled up. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Highlight cuts in the open courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Derek Smith, Sophia Young, Malcolm with the calls. Baylor women's basketball back in action at home tomorrow night hosting Oklahoma State in the Farrell Center. And coming off a huge week, and the honors continue to roll in for the Baylor women. Aaron, we talked uh, yesterday about Baylor being the uh, national team of the week by ESPN. Sarah Andrews, the National Player of the Week. Sarah Andrews, Big 12 Player of the Week. Uh, Dariana Littlepage-Bugs, the uh, Big 12 Newcomer of the Week. And now today, Baylor is the U.S. Basketball Writers Association Team of the Week for the entire nation. Yeah, it's been it's been really great. And it's something we've talked about since Coach Collin got here. It was going to take time to get her system and her players in place. And she doesn't have two transfers who have all conference and maybe all American potential on the floor, and they're still playing great. You know, obviously, Sarah Andrews and the freshmen are playing great. The whole team is, is playing great, and you can really see it now going on the road and beating two top 25 teams that this team is really starting to get the system down yeah. and, and playing how Coach Collin wants and expects them to at the right time too, right Absolutely. at the start of conference play you know just uh just continue to get better uh and uh coming off the uh, two road wins over ranked opponents last week never happened before in baylor women's basketball history so uh congratulations again to the baylor women they will be home tomorrow night 
playing Oklahoma State, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center. We are headed to Morgantown, West Virginia this afternoon. The Baylor men play the Mountaineers coming up tomorrow. We'll visit with the voice of the Mountaineers, Tony Caridi, coming up in a bit. Talk all things uh, Big 12 and West Virginia. Uh, two teams, uh, safe to say, that both need a win. Both are 10-5 and five on the year. Both are 0-3 in conference play. Yeah, and I looked at the bracketology today. Out of the 10 Big 12 teams, nine would be in. Wow, really? If, if it started today, the only one not in would be West Virginia. Wow, how about that? And they're obviously, you know, 10 and 5. Yeah. They're not bad. They're 0-3 in conference, but that doesn't mean anything in this conference. It's really hard to tell because the conference is so good. How about that? Man, that, that shows how good, how deep the Big 12 conference is. Talk with uh, our good friend Tony Caridi about all that coming up in just a few minutes. All right, there was uh, there was a football game last night really? out in Los no. Angeles. Yeah, yeah, there was a game, Ugh. and uh, it was uh, rough for the Horn Frogs last night. Uh, Georgia just put it on them. Safe to say, sixty-five to seven, the final score. It was ugly from the start. They you right away after the you know the first drive. Okay, you really don't know what's going to happen the rest of the game. First two drives, you're like, wow, they may have trouble stopping them. First three drives, you're like, they can't stop them. This is going to be a, a long, ugly game. And it was. And I went into that game. I was rooting for TCU, even though I'm a Baylor fan. That's one of our bitterest rivals. Sure. Yeah. But once it was obvious that Georgia was going to boat race them, I didn't shed any tears. <laughs> I just turned it off and went about my day. Man, 38-7 to at halftime, 65-7 to the final score. Uh, and you're right, Georgia was just hitting on all cylinders, offensively and defensively. You know, I don't, I don't know which one you could say, uh, you know, was, was worse last night. Um, you know, the defense just couldn't stop them. I think Georgia scored on 10 of 11 possessions on the night, and, uh, and the offense scored early and made it 10-7. It was 10-7 at one point, but then never had really any uh, legitimate scoring opportunities after that. Yeah, Georgia is just amazing. Their whole too deep is NFL talent almost. It's incredible. And this, you know, it's not the way that Horn Frog fans wanted it to end, but it's still an amazing season. It's not, obviously not what you wanted last night, but the first Texas school to make the national championship game since the playoffs started. And, it, man, it's a tough ending to kind of a storybook season yeah. for TCU. Yeah, great season. It really is. And that's, you know, that takes a little time to get past that game and look at that. But uh, first Big 12 team to win a college football playoff game. So, you know, that win over Michigan was huge. And um, I, I kind of, this thought kept going through my head last night. Tell me if you think it's accurate. Uh, the old saying, it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. You know, is that apply to this? You know, is it better to get to the championship game, you know, and lost than never to have gotten there at all? I think so. I think so. It hadn't, and Notre Dame and Oklahoma didn't, haven't made the championship game since they went to a 14 playoffs, but they've gotten blown out multiple times yeah. in the semifinals and hadn't hurt their program. They can still say, yeah. hey, if you want to play in the playoffs, come, you know, come to Oklahoma or Notre Dame. Not this year, but most years. Yeah. So uh, tough loss there. Here is uh, Sonny Dykes, the first-year head coach for TCU. Uh, I think very introspective post game last night. 
That's the good thing about, I think, our program and, and really our coaching staff and, you know, the world will look in the mirror. It's kind of what I told our players afterwards. We've got to look in the mirror, and it all starts with me and then works works down from there. And, you know, the, the thing that we did, we had a formula that worked, uh, you know, where we played pretty well for 14 straight weeks, you know, and uh, we, we carried the same formula into this game. We didn't do anything different. There was no, there was no preparation that was any different. There was no um, – I didn't have any sense that our players ran a different place. You know, their preparation was good. There was zero difference between, um, you know, preparation for this game than there was for the Michigan game, you know, 10 days ago or nine days ago, whenever that was. And so, you know, I, I think what happens sometimes is you, you know, you get on a run like we've been on. You play a lot of games like we played this year that are – Emotional games and games that you put put everything you have into it to win it. Uh, you did it nine days ago against again a, a Michigan team where we had to, you know, had to hold on and fight and scratch for every inch uh, against a very good football team and found a way to win and get out there tonight and, you know, Georgia did a great job, got off to a fast start. You know, we answered, cut it to ten to seven, and then for whatever reason it went downhill from there. And so we'll sit down as a staff and. You know, begin trying to figure out what happened tomorrow, you know, and, and uh, make sure it doesn't happen again and learn from it. I think that's the, the best thing that, that happens when you face adversity like this. You make mistakes and you learn from them and you, you get better as a program, you get better as a coach, you get better as players, and, and the next time you handle the situation a little bit better. But our preparation was really good. You know, I thought we had – you know, two of the better practices when we were in full pads that we had had all year. And to be able to have those, and it was week 22 for us, I believe, to, to our, for the players to practice like they did 22 weeks into the season, it's a real credit to those guys. And, again, I don't know what happened tonight. We ran into a really good team, and we did some very uncharacteristic things, and it snowballed on us. And that hasn't happened to us one time this year that we hadn't been able to fight our way back and, and figure out a way to – to get back in the game or win the game, um, and we weren't able to do it tonight. So we'll self-evaluate and make corrections and go from there. That is Sonny Dykes, head football coach at TCU, following the loss to Georgia in the championship game last night. And uh, a couple of things there. Uh, didn't do anything different this week, you know, than they've done all season. He said that worked uh, very well. I mean, just one loss all season up until last night. And, uh, you know, just... Just, I think you can hear respect for Georgia and how good they were, how good they are, and how well they played last night. Yeah, they're incredible. The whole, like I said, the whole two deep is is full of NFL talent. Yeah. Nobody in the country has that except for maybe Alabama. And I, you know, I heard one national radio guy talking about how this, you know, this shows you how how much better the SEC is than every other conference. No, it shows you how much better that Georgia is. Right. Uh, Georgia, and to a certain extent still, not quite as much. Alabama are just head and shoulders above everyone else in the country. Yeah. I think that's played out the last five years in the national championship, in the playoffs and national championship games. At, at the drop-off from Georgia and Alabama in the SEC is huge. Yeah. The middle of the SEC is is not full of powerhouses, but the top of it is 
obviously better than any any other conference in the country. And remember, uh, TCU beat the Big Ten champ, beat Michigan Mm -hmm. in the semifinal. Uh, You know, that's a good lick for TCU and the Big 12, but uh, came up short against Georgia last night. All right, we're off and running. Take a break. Back with more in just a moment. A little bit later, we'll visit with Tony Caridi, the voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers. Baylor men's basketball headed to Morgantown to play WVU coming up tomorrow night. Take a break and be right back from the Alan Samuels Studios, brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Recently on Game Time, the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, joins us. You know, obviously we all know how good the men's side of the ledger is in the Big 12 and how tough it is. And, and, and the women are have become like that, too. There's four ranked teams. There's really no pushovers in the league. For the Bears to have won two road games already against top 25 teams, the caveat is it's just January. But you even think about putting yourself in a position to win the Big 12. That's a fantastic start. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hello, everyone. Brian Reese here, General Manager Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock. Again, ask for Brian Reese, and I will get your knees in the Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. 
Back with us, John Morris Show on a Tuesday. We are brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, that great new location. Loop 340 South on Highway 6, right next door to Busby Feed and Seed. New location. Uh, again, I drove by there coming out here to the station today. Drive by there uh, once, sometimes twice a day, sometimes more. But a great location, easy access, a lot more space there at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. And the great thing is they have the same family operated business covering four generations, same ownership. It's been serving Central Texas since 1943, so it goes way back. They've got the expertise you need. Now they've got more space to serve you better. Check it out at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, where their reputation has been built one customer at a time. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the new location on Loop 340 South, right next door to Busby Feed and Seed, and, as always, located on the web at PioneerBoys.com. All right, uh, we wrapped up the, uh, I think, TCU and Georgia game from last night. Yeah, we pretty much covered it. <laughs> Tony Carini will join us next segment. Here's one thing I want to ask him. Do we look at that differently because we're, we're I say we, I'm, I'm Baylor, and TCU is a rival. Would he look at it different, you know, just because uh, they're in the Big 12, West Virginia is, but, you know, TCU is not the, the intense rival maybe that Baylor and TCU are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think absolutely. I think <laughs> I don't think West Tony Caridi or West Virginia fans have near the disdain. Yeah. For TCU, that I don't know, maybe that's strong. Well, no, I mean, maybe they can look at it a little different, you know, kind of step back right. and see that it's a Big Twelve conference school. I bet that's what he'll say. You know, it's the Big Twelve, a Big Twelve school that's playing in the college football playoff and playing in the national championship game. Yeah, and I, I'm uh, most Baylor fans that I know did that also, and that's not easy. Yeah, there's been a lot of right. of bad blood. You know, yeah. on the athletic field, you yeah. know, nothing like sure. real world. But there's been a lot of close games. And actually, there was real world bad blood between Coach Patterson and the <laughs> guy that used to coach here. But yeah. that's another story. But, you know, that's that's a huge rival for Baylor. And most of the Baylor fans that I know, not all of them, I know some that were like, I'm not rooting for TCU, yeah. did root for TCU. I don't think that they were super mad at the outcome of the game, though. I, I agree with you. I think a lot of uh, people that I heard from or heard or saw posts or things like that, you know, Baylor people, you know, they were sort of begrudgingly pulling for TCU last night. So, um, and that's good. I mean, you, you sometimes look at the bigger picture and it's a Big 12 school. Yeah. And I talked about it earlier, but, you know, I turned the game on and I was rooting and they scored that, their touch their touchdown on, on the uh, Max Duggan run and then – Georgia scored again. Then they had like third and 15 after a sack. And they got it to fourth and five or six uh-huh. at about midfield. And I was, punted. and they punted. And I was <laughs> like, right. that's crazy because you can't stop them. Yeah. That was pretty obvious early on. And all I could think of was Coach Aranda would have went for it right yeah. there. Not a, not a doubt in my mind. And whether he'd have made it or not, it was the right decision, I think. Yeah, but, call. you know, I don't think anybody thought. I don't know. Maybe some people did, but I don't think anybody thought that it would be a record-setting loss. Right. After, especially after what TCU was able to do against Michigan, just such a great win. Right. Most points uh, ever scored in a college football playoff or BCS championship game, and biggest margin of victory. So, 
Tough, uh, tough night all the way around. Yeah, I'm pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I told you yesterday I was going to try to go to one of the Megacast channels, and I did. Went to the one where they had the TCU radio broadcast with Brian and John and Landry Burdine on there. So I went to that early in the game and uh, watched it for a little bit and told my wife, you know, what it was. And it, the only issue was they had game action in one screen and they had a shot of Coach Dykes on another, you know, another mm-hmm. uh, screen there. And then a lot of graphics on the on the uh, total screen. So it wasn't the, the big picture of everything. Yeah, I don't like so, that. So, real, yeah, really for that reason, that's why we switched to the main broadcast of the Megacast last night. But I got to tell you, that's pretty cool, you know, to have those guys and be able to listen to their broadcast. And you could have gone over and listened to Scott Howard and Georgia also. So pretty cool to have that option. And it was probably probably timed out and worked out well that you listened to early in the game the TCU that's broadcast right. and then switched to the <laughs> regular right. broadcast once the route was on. I did not have the I did have the thought and I didn't go back in the second half to right. go listen to them. So yeah, I've got, you've not in national championship games, but right. you've been there in those games <laughs> right. where it's just brutal, Believe brutal beat me, down. Well, I've been there. <laughs> so yes, feel for those guys. Yeah, yeah, we had a. We had a couple of decades close to it of a lot of those scores. Oh, so there was one. So one kind of jumps out. We were playing Texas at Floyd Casey Stadium. It was forty nine to nothing at halftime. It was forty nine to nothing at halftime. And the one that jumps out at me, same head coach. I yep. think everyone knows yeah, who it was. Right. I was when we were on uh, when we were on Valley Mills next to Jack Stereo when yeah. the station was there. I was out back getting some sunshine because it was thirty five to nothing. <laughs> After the first quarter. Oh, the Cal game? No, no, Cal? Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska. Nebraska. Yes. And yes. That, 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 those two games just summed up the whole yeah. and Kevin Steele era. That could have been 100 to nothing. Oh, absolutely. Both be. of those games. Yeah. Thankfully, Mac Brown and whoever was the Nebraska coach at the time. It was still Tom Osborne. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And Tom Osborne were really nice and right. started playing their second and third stringers. Before halftime, run it up the middle. It was just they did. not a fun time. So we say that to say we've been there before. <laughs> yes, we absolutely. have been there, not in a national championship game, but we have been there before. All right, uh, let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Tony Caridi, the voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers. Baylor in West Virginia comes up tomorrow night at WVU Coliseum in Morgantown. A return to West Virginia for Jalen Bridges and for Dale Bonner on the Baylor team. We'll talk to Tony about all things Mountaineers when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Snap back to Prescott. He's got a lot of time. Only heard here. Deep down the right side. Oh, it's caught at the 45, 40, power. All season. 20, 10, power. Good night, nurse. Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Live from Raymond James Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys, Buccaneers, Monday at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. 
That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Buy more, save more. This is true for tractors, too. At WC Tractor, we have ready-to-go new Kubota tractor packages, which include the most commonly used attachments. Along with a Kubota tractor, you will leave with a loader and box blade for dirt work, a cutter to take care of your fields, and a trailer to haul it all. Think of all the jobs you can get done with a new Kubota tractor package. Come on by any of our locations or visit us online at wctractor.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. La Fiesta, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. You can order any of the delish Tex-Mex food online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. From the La Fiesta family to yours, have a happy new year. Hey guys, we all give some birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Georgia Bulldogs win back-to-back national championships with a big performance beating TCU Horn Frogs 65-7 last night. Baylor women move five spots to number 18 in the AP poll. Bears are home tomorrow night hosting Oklahoma State. Baylor men fall out of the top 25 for the first time since the start of the 2019-2020 season. The Bears travel to West Virginia tomorrow night looking for their first Big 12 win of the season. Cardinals on Monday fired Cliff Kingsbury 10 months after signing him to a contract extension through the 2027 season. Cowboys could get some help heading into Monday night against the Bucks. Leighton Vanderish, Jonathan Hankins, and Tyler Biotis will all be available for practice this week. Dallas Mavericks in L.A. tonight facing the Clippers. Tip is at 9.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountain, Shenandoah River. 
Gotta like that version. That is Olivia Newton-John, the late Olivia Newton-John, with her version of Country Roads Take Me Home. And that leads us into our next guest, as promised, the outstanding voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers, our good friend Tony Caridi joins us. Welcome to you. How you doing today? I'm wonderful, J-Mo. How are you? Very good. Very good. Uh, better with a win, but, uh, well, you might could say the same thing right now, huh? Yeah, I... Uh... It is a little dark here at 0-3 uh, on both sides, and uh, what we've been talking about this week is that, you know, at the end of Wednesday, someone's going to be 0-4 and, and someone's going to be 1-3, and, and someone's going to go, okay, uh, we may have dropped the first three, but we've turned this thing, and now we've got something to build on, and someone's going to go, oh, my goodness, we're 0-4. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's early in the league season, but it's, at the same point, it's still extremely important. You guys have played uh, on the road at Kansas State, on the road at Oklahoma State, and then Kansas at home this past Saturday. Um, so we've got one common opponent there in K-State. But uh, tell me if you agree, it's unbelievable, again, how good this league is and how difficult it is to win games. Yeah, I think that fans might be getting tired of us saying that, mm-hmm. and the the reality of it is that it is. And, you know, if you don't wear – uh, you know, green and gold, and you don't wear blue and gold, you might be saying, well, you guys are looking at it from your perspective, and you've got a dog in the fight. But, you know, all you have to do is look at the computer and the independent voice, right? And we use Ken Pomeroy a lot, KenPom.com. And before league play started, you know, he had the 10 teams in the league at 52 and up. And so it's, you know, it's just not us saying it. It's the reality of it that fortunately for the league, um, this is just an extremely competitive conference and the best conference in the country, but it doesn't have any emotion. It really doesn't care. Um, you know, it doesn't care about your feelings. So uh, night in and night out, uh, someone's going to win, someone's going to lose, and it's going to be hard every single time you go out and play. Yeah, definitely, including uh, tomorrow night in Morgantown, Baylor in West Virginia. I want to talk about that game and, and get your thoughts on your team, but what did you think of that uh, national championship game last night? Football. Ouch. That's the word. Yeah, so it's 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 bad. Um, the way that it had to play out there uh, for TCU, I've, I've unfortunately been on both ends of it. Um, you know, we won a bowl game, John, against Clemson uh, several years back now in the Orange Bowl and put 70 up on them. Yep. And so been there from that perspective. I've also, you know, been in a, in a Sugar Bowl game against Florida many moons ago when we went undefeated and they rolled us. Uh. And uh, we scored the first possession, seven points. And he said, okay. And then I think it was in the 40s uh, that that Florida finished with. So uh, it's no fun when you have a season like TCU did to have it end that way. But at the same time, um, I think that, you know, what they were able to accomplish during the course of the season is something that they'll never forget. And you just unfortunate, but that's just kind of the way the ball proverbially bounces. You're a good person to ask this question. We're, uh, you know, very close to TCU, obviously, in Fort Worth. And, you know, one of our biggest rivals at, at, at NTCU. Um, how do you look at it from a Big 12 perspective? The Big 12 getting a team in the playoff, getting them to the championship game, but then losing like that. 
Well, I, I think what you have to do is say they beat Michigan, right? Right, right. And I think that that's what you go off of because, I, you know, there's a lot of people that are going to take shots here and say, oh, my goodness, the Big 12, what were they doing there? Why were they involved in that? They should have never been there. No, they earned the right to be there because they beat the Big 10 champion, right? And so, to me, that's what I would take from that, and that's what you lay your hat on. And was it a superb Georgia performance? Yes. And is that, you know, is that the um, the best day that TCU had on the field this year? Absolutely not. So you go with what you did, and that's the long and the short of it. Gotcha. Tony Caridi, our guest, voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers, uh, back to basketball now. And you guys uh, have uh, carved a 10-5 and record. We talked about 0-3. Uh, as I look at your roster, there are uh, there are a lot of new names, a lot of new faces. One returning name in Emmett Matthews. Yeah, so the transfer portal taketh. The transfer portal sometimes taketh, giveth, taketh. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So for Baylor fans that follow closely, um, you may remember that name. So Emmett was with us for three seasons and then left and went to Washington, his home state, played for the University of Washington last season, and then came back. And in coming back, he was able to graduate here last month, and his sister goes to school here as well. And so he and his sister were both be able to graduate on the same day. Oh, nice. And, yeah, so I'm delighted um, that he – decided to come back because he's a really good kid and really happy that he's going to be able to end his career here. He's had a really good college career. He scored over a thousand points. He's got over 500 rebounds and uh, really, really happy for him. So uh, he's, he is a familiar face that is back. But other than that, um, you know, we have nine or 10 uh, new guys in this world of the portal. And, uh, you know, Baylor fans may remember Trey Mitchell played last season at Texas uh, before departing there. So he's here. Um, so it's it's the new world, dude, of college basketball. And, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right? You've got one of ours. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and Jalen Bridges. Uh, you got Dale Bonner off the portal a couple of years ago, and he was at Fairmont State, which is 20 minutes away from West Virginia University. So um, sometimes, J-Mo, I just sit here and – just shake my head at what this thing has become. I, um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and play grumpy old man and say I don't like it. But what I what I do say is that this is basically in the summer. You know, I don't know if Baylor ever puts a team out there, but they have the uh, the TBT right. where teams put it, players put teams together for a million bucks, winner take all. This is basically four month TBT. Um, that's that's what college basketball yeah, is nowadays. That's a good point. Uh, and I'm serious. I mean, it's yeah. like forget about development. Like forget about our teams that we've watched through the years. Where West Virginia's had some teams that came in, and we watched them go freshman, sophomore, junior, and get better, 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 and then have a great run. That uh, was in the John Beeline era. Uh, that we had that, and that's done. And I know that Scott, Drew, and staff have done a really wonderful job through the years of building teams up, but that's gone. And so you portal this thing and you put your TBT team together for the school year. And then you just hope that uh, you're able to have another good year in the portal and you try to put your best team out there. Yeah, that's very well said. Uh, and I can only imagine uh, Coach Huggins in his 41st year coaching college basketball, you know, adapting to this. How, how does he handle this? Didn't handle it well. 
uh, when it first started, uh, didn't want to deal with it, and has finally come around and uh, just realizes that if you don't, then you don't have any shot. And so um, this year, you know, they made their biggest move into the portal. And, uh, you know, we got Emmett back, as we mentioned. We got Trey Mitchell from Texas. We've got um, Eric Stevenson, who's our leading scorer, who came from South Carolina. Um, it's his fourth school. We played against him when he was at Wichita. He's played at Washington, Wichita, and most recently South Carolina. Um I'm just trying to think out loud. I don't have my roster in front of me. We just, you know, we just picked up guys and uh, a couple of returners, you know, and Kedrian Johnson's back, Kobe Johnson and Seth Wilson, our kids that were freshmen last year, they've stayed and they're sophomores. Uh, we went um, to a junior college to pick up a, a kid named Muhammad Wagi. We went to a junior college and picked up our starting center in Jimmy Bell. So uh, I think Hugs has embraced it. Uh, he used to do it this way back in his Cincinnati days where he leaned heavily in the junior college ranks. And now instead of JC's as your independent primary source, now you go to power fives and you take guys off of the portal. So can it be done? Yeah, it can be done. It's just going to be done differently. And, um, you know, at this point, we got off to a good start. You know, we were ranked for a week there uh, before we started league play. And, uh, you know, we lost two games that we shouldn't have lost. Um, we lost to K-State and shouldn't have lost. Lost to Oak State and shouldn't have lost. But woulda, coulda, shoulda get you nothing <laughs> in this league. Uh, the losses were self-inflicted. Uh, we missed 18 foul shots, committed 21 turnovers at K-State, and then against Oklahoma State, uh, dug a hole, came back, took the lead, and couldn't finish. And so they're very, very frustrating. And then in the most recent game against Kansas, uh, they're just better. And I think they're better than all the other nine schools are in the league, but that doesn't mean that you can't beat them. But West Virginia didn't play well enough to win on Saturday. Tony, tell me from your perspective about Jalen Bridges. You know, he, he is one of those that we talk about. You know, the portal giveth and the portal taketh away. And, and Jalen came from West Virginia here to Baylor. And I got to tell you, he has fit in well here. I mean, he has, uh, you know, he's a good fit for Baylor. Uh, and I don't know the circumstances, you know, that led him to leave. But uh, I guess what I'm saying is I'm glad he's here. And I hope there's no bad blood as he comes back, you know, to play you guys tomorrow night. Well, no, he's a good kid. I think we may have talked when he transferred, and I, and I told you the same exact thing. He, he's a really good, and I call him kids. He's a he's a good young man. Um, I, I'm so old that I did his dad's high school games. Um, <laughs> as I said, he's from Fairmont. You know, he's from Fairmont. So, uh, you know, I, and I watched Jalen play in high school as well. And so, you know, the exact reasons why, don't know. Um, will he be treated nicely here? Uh, no. Right. Um, there'll, be, there'll, be a, there'll be a ton of boo. I mean, they boo kids that aren't from here. Right. <laughs> so, you know, every game, obviously, I think a lot of schools do it. I don't know if you guys do it or not, or your students, but, you know, they pick a kid to boo yeah. every time he touches the ball. Yeah. So um, that happens whether you're from Fairmont or whether you're from wherever. They try to focus on one player. And so he's going to get it. And, you know, it's just the lay of the land and how he responds to that, you know, remains to be seen. But it, it, 
it's going to be easy. As I said, he's a really nice player, um, did a lot of nice things when he was here. And obviously I can see, you know, he's, he's had some moments for you guys um, this season. So, um, you know, it's difficult. I, I, I don't feel, I feel for him coming in here because it's just not, it's just not fun no matter who you are or where you've been every time you touch it to hear it, but that's what it's going to be. Yeah. And he's probably ready for that. He He's seen it from, from your side. So he's probably ready. Sure. Uh, and to a lesser extent, Dale Bonner, you know, transferred to Baylor from uh, from Fairmont State. And I tell you what, he has turned into a really nice player for us and a real lockdown defender. Yeah, you know, it's amazing because um, at the start of last year when we were in football season, you know, I asked your folks um, – hey, what's going on with Dale? And they said at that time, well, looks like he's going to just kind of get a feel this year, probably redshirt. <laughs> and, and and then he went and played well. Yeah. And obviously that worked really well. So, yeah, that, we're, we're thrilled. We used to watch him. Um, the, the league is called the Mountain East Conference, MEC, uh, that he played in at Fairmont State. And we have involvement with that. Our company has involvement with that. We do their championship games and their tournament. And so we knew all about him and uh, that's a great great story that he was able to go from you know Fairmont State uh, to there and and play well and there's a couple of kids that left um, a school in the MEC this year Wheel, uh, West Liberty is the is the is the big dog in that league they they play at the at the highest level and they play for you know they've competed for the national championship and they've got two guys now at the College of Charleston that went down there and they're they're playing big time basketball and they're nationally ranked and they're average and double figures so it's been a really really good league and Dell you know is kind of like the 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 guy that kind of made that path uh, a year ago to happen and so it's been good to see that yeah it's nice well I know they'll enjoy a trip back home so to speak back to uh, West Virginia and we're looking forward to the trip also and look forward to seeing you tomorrow thanks for your time today hey buddy always good to talk with you JMO have a safe trip and we'll see you appreciate it thanks very much That is Tony Caridi, the great voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers. Baylor in West Virginia comes up tomorrow evening. Uh, Thankfully, it's a little bit earlier start for us coming back after the game. Maybe uh, for Tony, thankfully, also. But we'll be on the air at 530. This is Central Time, 6 p.m. tip-off right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television will be on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. Our man King McClure doing the game on TV along with James Wessling. So uh, TV on Big 12 now on ESPN Plus Radio right here on ESPN Central Texas. Great to visit with Tony. Appreciate him and his friendship. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more. Look ahead. Wrap things up. Wrap up the 3 o'clock hour. When we come back, John Morris Show will continue here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Our Baylor Coaches Show returns for the spring semester Thursday, January 19th with head track and field coach Michael Ford and basketball coach Scott Drew. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Ready to score? Switch checking accounts to earn 4% APY at First Central Credit Union. It's a full court press with First Central's free Casasa checking that pays 4% APY and refunds all your ATM fees with a savings account combo that earns you money. This season, ask for Casasa checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Make the switch. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield, eligibility, and qualification supply. Member NCUA. Everything we do is true. 
Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and We're Foundation Repair. We're probably not going to be able to do that last commercial on the air. No, I got in trouble. You are inappropriate. I didn't mean to. I know you're accidentally inappropriate. Well, it's, I was born this way. Yeah. Who's that girl that sings that? I have no idea. Okay, anyway. Y'all call us and remind me who sung that song, Born This Way. Born it. Anyway, why are we here? To tell people that we would be happy to come give them a free inspection for foundation repair. But it's cold. Yes. So I have to be happy in the cold? No, you don't have to. Fixitjimmy.com. Just call us. She'll make me show up. I'll wear my polar bear suit. 254-235-4922. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GOLD for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GOLD for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GOLD for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first First, Philip. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Georgia Bulldogs win back-to-back national championships with a big performance, beating TCU Horn Frogs 65 to seven last night. Baylor women move five spots to number 18 in the AP poll. Bears are home tomorrow night, hosting Oklahoma State. 
Baylor men fall out of the top 25 for the first time since the start of the 2019-2020 season. The Bears travel to West Virginia tomorrow night looking for their first Big 12 win of the season. Cardinals on Monday fired Cliff Kingsbury 10 months after signing him to a contract extension through the 2027 season. Cowboys could get some help heading into Monday night against the Bucks. Leighton Vanderish, Jonathan Hankins, and Tyler Biotis will all be available for practice this week. Dallas Mavericks in L.A. tonight facing the Clippers. Tip is at 9.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Head out of here, head to uh, Waco Regional Airport, then on a plane to West Virginia. Baylor in West Virginia men's basketball comes up tomorrow night. Mentioned top of the show, Baylor women at home hosting Oklahoma State. That is tomorrow night, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center. Uh, it is not, uh, I think uh, I've told you this before, it's not a straight shot from Waco to Morgantown. Uh, we fly into, so this is a charter flight. Uh, if, if it weren't a charter flight, it'd be even longer. If you fly commercial, you got to go to Pittsburgh and then drive down about an hour and a half to Morgantown. But ours, thankfully, is a charter. But even that, you've got to fly into Clarksburg, West Virginia. And then it's a 45-minute bus ride from there to Morgantown. There's a short airstrip in Morgantown. But Tony, who we just had on, I keep asking him, you know, what's the deal? Why won't they extend the runway? Uh, And he said it's a political hot potato that they just, he says it'll never get done. They'll never extend the runway so you can fly right into Morgantown. That's weird. I don't know why. Yeah, I I don't know if it's, yeah, cutting out the mountainside or what it is. I'll, I'll ask him again tomorrow. But so we fly in there and we do this once, you know, once a year, twice, if we play football and basketball up there. For Tony and for West Virginia, they have to do the same thing. So every trip for them starts with a bus trip to Clarksburg and then fly out of there. And then if they get back at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., they land in Clarksburg, and they've got a 45-minute bus trip at the end of that. Oh, that's got to be so trip. draining. Yeah, every yeah. trip. So I want I want to land in Morgantown for him as much right. <laughs> as for us. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's it's, uh, it's not an easy trip. It's a long flight, obviously, a long way away. But, uh, again, for us, it's once or twice a year. For them, there are a bunch of those long trips. All right, uh, let's look ahead. Matt Mosley coming up top of the hour. What do you guys have coming up between 4 and 6 today? We have a, a really busy show. We will talk with uh, Tari Cummings, Tari Cummings. Tari Cummings yeah. the yeah. Uh, assistant coach for Baylor women, about their two big wins over top 25 teams last week, and then their game tomorrow. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, yep. yeah. Trying to keep it rolling. And then they go to West Virginia Sunday, so make the most of this home game tomorrow night absolutely i bet they'll be glad to be back home <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah that was a pretty good road swing for them though maybe they maybe they want to stay on the road yeah <laughs> to keep that momentum. Good but, to them. yeah so we will talk with coach cummings uh coming up we will also uh, hear audio from jerry jones he talked about mike mccarthy's job situation which is kind of ridiculous considering that they're about to play 
their playoff game Monday, yeah. but we will hear what Jerry Jones had to say. He gets asked about it every week. But It's life he, in Cowboys land, isn't it? And he always provides very interesting answers <laughs> to whatever the question is. Plus, we will obviously talk about the national championship game last night and uh, Baylor men's and women's basketball coming up tomorrow. All right, very good. So that's all coming up on the Matt Mosley Show. Uh, be interesting to hear his thoughts on TCU getting whacked by Georgia last night in the championship game. Yeah, I, I will usually text a little more, but all we texted last night was basically, ooh, this is ugly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there wasn't much more to say. What else can you say? Yeah, yeah. They were, they were, we were both like, oh, man, that got ugly quick. Huh. You know, when Max when uh, Max Duggan scored that touchdown, you're like, oh, hey, game on. 10-7. Incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not, in fact, game on. <laughs> All right, so Matt Mosley is coming up, top of the hour. Keep it right here for that, 4 to 6 for the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, game time is back tomorrow morning, 7 to 9 a.m. They were live at Fuzzy's Taco Shop on Hewitt Drive this morning. I uh, I didn't go by there, but I was listening to them this morning. Sound like they had a rollicking good time uh, from Fuzzy's Taco Shop. They bring back any of those half price breakfast tacos? <laughs> that was I was just fixing to say there yeah. was no. I have not seen there any was no around the station. Tacos brought back. Oh yeah. man, come on! <laughs> but uh, Fuzzy's Taco Shop on Hewitt Drive now open mornings with breakfast tacos. That's new as of yesterday, and the game time crew was out there live this morning. They'll be back live tomorrow, right here, seven to nine a.m. with Tom, with Ward, with Ryan for game time here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Aaron, let's look at some birthdays and then uh, then again hit the road heading out of town. Uh, let's see. I, I missed one yesterday. I need to go back. Uh, it was Krista Pirtle's birthday yesterday. The list I was looking at, I'm sorry, I just either skipped over it or didn't see it, but happy birthday to Krista Pirtle. Worked with us in athletic communications and now is with the Bear Foundation. So a day late, but happy birthday to KP. Uh, today it is Sharva Ingram's birthday. Happy birthday to Sharva. Um, she is, uh, one of our neighbors in our new neighborhood. I see her walking quite a bit and we go to, uh, Harris Creek church together. So happy birthday to Sharva. It is Benedict Dorch's birthday today. One of Baylor's all time great ath- student athletes and tennis players. Happy birthday to, uh, Benedict Dorch. Uh, C.J. Jackson's birthday, C.J. Uh, with the uh, business school at Baylor, Andrew Altoff's birthday, uh, Altoff, all day Altoff, used to be with us in uh, athletic uh, strength performance and is now with the Carolina Panthers, I think still there, so <laughs> happy birthday to Andrew Altoff. It is uh, Jason King's birthday, Jason's a Baylor grad. Uh, he's written for a number of publications, but very well respected. Happy birthday to Jason uh, in the Kansas City area. And it is Allie Williams' birthday today. Happy birthday to Allie, formerly Allie Mosier. Um, happy birthday to Allie Williams today. Hang on. Let me look at one of the lists. Make sure I don't miss anybody like I did yesterday. <laughs> mm, nope. That's all I got. Aaron, who would you add to the birthday list? Got a few today. Shine down lead singer Brent Smith is 45. Pat Benatar is 70. George Foreman, multiple time heavyweight champion of the world and uh, Olympic gold medalist, turns 74 today. Donald Fagan, founder yeah. of Steely Dan, yeah. inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2001. He is 75 today. And last but certainly not least, Rod Stewart is 78. 
Wow, that's a pretty good list. Yeah. Funny how a lot of your lists, there's always a bunch of musicians on there. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't I think, think I think they skip some of this on on the website I go to. I yeah. think sometimes they skip some of the sports Do they? birthdays of current players. Right. Uh, unless they're just huge stars. Yeah. Um, which, if they're not, they wouldn't make my list anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot to make your list. I understand that. It does. All right, we're going to move out of here. Make room for Matt Mosley coming up next. We appreciate you being with us today. Thanks very much to Tony Caridi, the voice of the Mountaineers, for being on with us. We'll see Tony there in Morgantown tomorrow. In fact, tomorrow in the 3 o'clock hour, we will come to you live from the Waterfront Marriott or somewhere along the Monongahela River, uh, live from Morgantown tomorrow. Thanks to Tony for being on with us. And we uh, remind you to stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Keep it here. Aaron, thanks. I'll talk to you remotely tomorrow. But right now, Matt Mosley coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. And it is a great night to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I don't think the reporter did anything wrong other than just wasn't really clear. And what Gundy loves to do, and he's been doing it for years, he likes to appear, you know, here I am, I've got my coaches back, and he likes to embarrass people and belittle people. Some people might want to call that bullying. I just call it being a jerk. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and oh, Foundation. Oh, we're going 